Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being is a non-profit Homestuck fan analysis podcast and is not affiliated with Andrew Hussey or any of Homestuck's official entities. Please remember to support the release of its books and merchandise whenever possible. Feel free to read along with us. If you have epilepsy or any other light-sensitive disabilities or disorders, we suggest you stick to the audio. We have free audio transcriptions for this podcast linked in the episode description if you wish to read instead of listen. Both Elizabeths are trained writers and editors, so we're going to have some opinions about the construction of the story. These opinions may be different from yours, but we're not attacking the comic, just offering suggestions. This show is not safe for work, and if you're a minor, we ask that you wait to listen until you are old enough to be shipped off of Alternia to serve her imperious condescension. It's time to go to hell. and welcome to Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being, a Homestuck fan cast in the year of our Lord 2019. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm also Elizabeth. Uh, you know, Elizabeth, everything happens so much. Does it? Yeah! It's been quite a month for old Liz Kostrak. What kind of month has it been? Well... We all know from Twitter that my computer fucking died. Yep, it did. That accounts for the delay in the last episode. Yeah. Sorry about that, everybody. Can't really edit an episode when your computer can't access any programs. Yeah. I could get out the files. I just could not execute any programs on the device. And... Since the metal shell was broken and, like, very bent, I thought, hmm, probably it would be less expensive to just get a new computer than it would be to try and fix this one. Yeah, that'd do it. That'd help. And you know what, Elizabeth? That's not even the worst thing that happened to me this month. What is the worst thing? Okay, so if you don't want to hear about animal death, skip ahead a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, the part where we talk about that. So, um, uh, you know how I have a bird named Terezi? Yeah. Well, much like the actual Homestuck character, he is dead now. Which, I, I'm being a little lighthearted about it, it did happen a couple weeks ago, and I've, I'm more emotionally stable now than I was Two weeks ago, it happened about a week before the computer went out. So, you know, I've had a month. Yeah. Don't worry. It's, it's one of those things where, according to the vet, even if I had gotten him to the vet as soon as he showed symptoms of what was going wrong, there was nothing that could have been done. And also, there was no physical way to prevent it. It was a freak medical accident. And I don't want to get into too many details about it, because holy shit. Yep, this is, you know, yeah. And then, when I was burying him in the backyard, I got ringworm. So, <laughs> fucking hell, good job for Liz. <laughs> Liz has had a fucking month. 
Everything happened so much. It really does. So that explains why we haven't recorded in, like, a million years. I do want to just the fucking irony. Like, we literally just did the episode where I was like, guess what? My cockatiel's name is Terezi. And it, you know, that's haha, so funny. And then he fucking died. He's like, he could sense when his mission here on Earth. He knew it was time. (laughs) He could sense when his mission here on Earth was accomplished. It it does suck. But the good news is, his favorite thing in the world was listening to me and Elizabeth and our friends play D&D. And that was practically the last thing he did. So that's, that's nice. That is nice. You know, I, he was, he, he had a very good life. I wish it was longer, but sometimes you can't have that. I called my vet, like, immediately after it happened. She was like, even if I was there when it happened, there was nothing we could do. Yeah. So if there's one thing that Homestuck kind of teaches you is that some things are inevitable. Well, you know, there's no amount of like going back and changing things that can make things not happen. And when, when that happens, it happens and you have to deal with it. And you can't do anything about it. Yeah. You know, the, the good thing is it was pretty quick. You know, it all happened. Yeah. You know, freak medical things happen all the time to people and animals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't, you can't prevent some things, but it'll all be fine. Yeah. There, there's another thing that Homestuck has taught me, and that is that a scorpion can have sex <laughs> with a stuffed animal <sighs> and produce a baby from it. You know... It's up there with the most important lessons that Homestuck can teach you at all. I know, I know, I know, I know, I, I know I'm being, I'm being, I'm joking around about it a little bit. Like, okay, last thing I'm going to say about this, I swear, I, I, I'm obviously very sad about it, but the fucking dramatic irony of this happening, like, right after the reveal, I can't get over it. I can't fucking get over it. Just, like, the timing is... I'm so sad about it. I'm dev- Like, I I hate that he- Like, it's so quiet in here. But at the same time, he has the best fucking comedic timing, and I'm jealous. (laughs) He learned it from you. Can you fucking time your death? To be the most comedically valuable? <laughs> what the fuck? I guess you can if you're him. He's named after a Homestuck character. He dies like a Homestuck character. <laughs> anyway, fucking... That, that, that death, life, Tavros just fucking... Uh, he, he... Yeah. Yeah? It really is... Something. I mean, it's something. He breeds a scorpion to breed a stuffed animal. Yes. And then a small horse pops out of it. Yes! Yes! Like like Alien. Yeah! It's specifically like Alien, like the, the chest explosion thing. So, like, I don't like 
that video games in Alternia are extremely like it's like if I wanted to play Fallout, uh-huh, I would have to breed a hamster. Mmm. Imagine every time you wanted to get the next Call of Duty game, you had to inject some horse semen into a rabbit. Mmm. I can't tell you on how many levels I don't like that. <laughs> because it's a lot of them, I just I'm no. It's an aspect of troll culture that I don't remember being like a thing and now that it's here it must have been a repressed memory it must have because that's just a lot and it's upsetting i know we talk about andrew hussey having a lot of sexist narrative decisions a lot of complicated narrative decisions a lot of you know just like not like in good faith narrative decisions this one is just weird <laughs> yeah it's it's not bad. I thought this through. I was like, is this horny? I don't think it is. No, it's... I don't think it is. I think it's just weird. No, it's not horny because if this is horny, then everybody who's ever been like a dog breeder is horny. And I don't think that's true. Right, exactly. Although, I mean, I just like portraying it in the comic. Like, they could have... <sighs> I know, you see my conundrum. Yeah, I do. I don't think it's horny, though. No, I don't either. But, like, if it isn't, then why do we see it in so many... Like, this was a long series of panels in which we saw the sequence of events. And I don't think it's horny. But, like, then why? Why? I was about to say it can't be horny because, like, it's just, like, breeding and shit of, like, animals. But then I remembered that that's also, like, kind of someone's kink, probably. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Anything. Like, listen. Anything. I actually, I actually know it's a kink. Oh, God. It's not mine, but I know it exists. <laughs> well, there you go. Like, some people's kinks is, like, getting impregnated by aliens or something. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so we can't- so does this mean we can't write it off as not horny? I don't think it is horny. It, it really doesn't seem like this part of the narrative is like, Ooh, yeah, don't you wish you were this guy? It's not framed as sexy to me. It's framed as like, uh, just gotta like bang on the toaster and then it'll make <laughs> the toast go up. Uh, wank wonk. <laughs> it just seems like it's less of like a- ooh, let's bang, or like, ooh, I want to bang that, and more like, yeah, this is like the Flintstones. Right, right, except weird. I mean, the Flintstones was also weird, but like, weirder. Is the Flintstones horny because they use birds as televisions? I don't think so, so... So then this is not horny. Okay, okay, that's fair. And also, he did have to explain, like, he introduced the concept with Solix where he had all those bugs or whatever around his room with things plugged into them and he said something about how he had to like bleed more to get more games or something like that. The funny thing about that is that Andrew Hutsey sets that up as if it's gonna be like a one-off like oh you don't really have to think about it this was just like a fun funny thing that I said for flavor and then like 
less than 30 panels later, he goes into it in, like, a little too explicit of detail. Here's the thing. It doesn't have to be horny to be too much. And I think it's just a little too much. He did not have to portray explicit scorpion and stuffed animal fucking in his webcomic. I I have the perfect metaphor. Oh, please. Does it involve a restaurant? No. No, I have I have the perfect metaphor. If you saw Fred Flintstone oh no, riding a cow to work. They're all dinosaurs. No, fuck. Okay, no. Just 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 bear with me for a second. <laughs> if you saw Fred Flintstone riding a cow to work or a, a a prehistoric cow to work, that's kind of like a fun cartoony thing, right? Right. They don't show you Fred Flintstone putting his hand up the prehistoric cow's vagina (laughs) and, like, just putting, like, a sack of sperm in there. Because when you do raise cows, you do end up doing that at some point in your life. (laughs) They don't show you the down and dirty part. They just show you the fun cartoon parts. They don't show you Fred Flintstone just putting a gloved hand up a cow's vagina to impregnate her. You know, I can't find fault with that comparison, I guess. If PETA ever finds our podcast, (laughs) they're gonna be real mad at this episode because not only do we talk about animal death, we also talk about (laughs) Fred Flintstone with his hand up of a cow's vagina. (laughs) Okay. So that happened. I gotta round out the animal bullshit. Please. Solix and his bees. Y- yes? Yes. First off, they speak in binary. <laughs> they do. They speak in binary. <laughs> also, they produce mind honey. Uh huh. Okay, I want you to imagine a boxing ring like a cage boxing ring okay i want you to imagine a cage boxing ring sure i want you to put the word mind honey inside of that boxing ring but at the other end of the ring i want you to put ghost sludge in there and i want to know which one wins okay 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 mind honey or ghost sludge On what standards? Because in terms of just saying things, like, out loud with my mouth, I would say that ghost sludge wins just because of the sludge. Sludge. Those sounds are very good to say. And mind honey just doesn't have that same... I mean, I could go into some linguistics bullshit here and say exactly why, but I'm not going to because that would take too long. And so you'll just all have to trust me that it's better sounds in Ghost Sludge. It would take too long and I would call you a nerd. Yeah, but like, how is that any different from literally any day of the week? I know this to be true, and I have accepted it as my life and my identity and how I live my life. Anyway, Ghost Sludge wins, I think. But Mind Honey wins for like... If I had to eat one, I guess? Well, whoa, 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 whoa. Solix does explicitly say not to eat the mind, honey. He does. He does. But 
I would still prefer to eat the mind honey over the ghost sludge. I don't want to eat John. No, there is human DNA in there. Just a bunch of it, and the rest is like ectoplasm or something, and that is not something that I would want to put in my mouth or my body. Every cookie you've eaten has had human DNA in it. Not to that amount. What is the percentage threshold of human DNA inside of a food item? If it could, like, be a human, then no! And the ghost sledge could clearly be a human because it is and it does be. A cookie is never going to be a human. And it has never been a human. Mm. No, I'm not going to ask that question, but... Oh, God. Some of our listeners know what I was about to ask. <laughs> Wink wonk. <laughs> Don't know about that. Mm. You know you know what I was going to ask. I don't. You, you wait. You don't. I don't. Anyway, o- only quitters or spitters, Elizabeth. <laughs> That's it. Podcast over. Friendship over. And I'm turning this recording off and walking away. <laughs> no. Also, no, absolutely not. Anyway, I I just want to know what you think of Solix as a character. I mean, he's fine. I've grown to hate his typing quirk because I can't fucking read it. I swear I can't read it. You read his side of the conversation for one troll log, and it did not go. That did not fly. It was very bad. It was, I had to keep stopping and starting. And it's bad enough when he uses regular human words, but then when he just starts making up words or their troll words, I guess, or something, I'm like, I don't even know what that's supposed to be. You've gotten so used to, like, Terezi's typing quirk and, like, Terezi's typing quirk. <laughs> it's usually the hardest one to read that, like, you get to Solix's and you're like, what? Yeah. His is pretty easy for me to read. Well, good for you. I've been reading Homestuck for many years. You have, and that's why it's so easy for you to read. And it's not easy for me to read because I am the smart Elizabeth and haven't been reading Homestuck for many years. This is my first time reading it, in fact. I don't know if you knew that. I feel like since you do have a master's degree in computational linguistics that you should be able to read something as simple as this, but you know, who am I to judge? I'm just reading it off the top of my head because I don't read these pages ahead of time. I don't read them ahead of time either. Yeah, but you've read this typing quirk before for years and stuff. So I feel like that gives you a little bit of an edge. I'm just saying. Anyway, Solix. Anyway, he's fine. He's not my favorite. He seems... (sighs) Troubled. Yeah, exactly. He just seems troubled. Oh, I don't know if I should ask this question like before or after the mini game. Oh boy, I'm gonna ask it right now, and then like maybe after the mini game, we'll talk more about Solix as a character. Okay. Because you know, I I feel like we have to get our rants out of the way first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. They just, like, kind of flat out tell you that Solix 
has bipolar disorder. Yes. We haven't gotten a lot of time with Solix, and I'm trying to figure out if this is handled with, like, any... Yeah. Any sort of tact. I couldn't figure out at first if that was, like, a joke, or if they were actually saying that he has bipolar disorder, like the real mental illness. You know, the real mental illness that people have. Yeah, in real life. It's totally a normal thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously neither of us are experts. I'm not sure. I think this is a place where troll culture and depiction of mental illness become conflated in a way that I don't know is good. I can't tell if some things are like, oh, this is just troll culture, or is this, oh, this child is mentally ill and could probably use a therapist, or both, or I don't know. If you just look at, like, what Solix says versus what, like, anybody else says, I feel like Kark had said worse things. Right, right. I don't think Solix is, like, treated any differently than any of the other characters. I think trolls are just shitty. Right. It's not like he's made fun of so far. For actually, I think he was one who used the R word for having bipolar disorder. Nobody's like straight up making fun of him for it. Terezi does call him a bit of a baby though, because I, I can't even tell if it's because of his mental illness or if it's just because Solix was right it's it's so hard to separate it I mean mean, and it's very hard to separate it in real people but it's a little more important to set separate it in like a fictional character if so that you can properly diagnose if Andrew Hussey is being shitty to people with bipolar disorder right and I don't think I can tell yet at least I'm not inclined to give him the benefit of the doubt, but we'll see. He hasn't been just staggeringly ableist so far. I'm gonna go out on a limb. He's not being more ableist than usual. Right, right. You know? There wasn't anything that stood out. I just don't know if he's actually going to portray this in any kind of meaningful way or if he just said something and then is like whatever i i know solix all the way through right i'm trying to remember if it was like a if if this was like a one-off thing like oh this is you know like a two pun again even if it wasn't like i i would attribute some things that he says and does to symptoms of various mental illnesses I don't know if I would specifically pin him as bipolar, but he does have some symptoms. I feel like so many of them do already. I, I would say Solix a little more, but also it's it's a little hard to distinguish what a human would categorize right. as a mental illness and what is actually, like, troll psychic bullshit? Because Solix does hear voices of the damned. Right. And that can also be something that's somewhat problematic, where the mental illness of one kind or another is, like, written off as magic powers or is looped in with them. It's hard to tell, and... 
it's not written as, like, he does not hear voices of people about to die as, like, a symptom of anything. Right. That's, like, a, that's a feature that he has of his psychic powers. That's something that happens to him because he's psychic. Right. Apart from having bipolar disorder. Really, I think the concept is not in itself bad. I think it could be fine. I mean, partly, I just don't know if he's going to get enough screen time. <laughs> I mean, there's so many characters. This thing, There's so many characters. And I don't feel like there is enough time, even in the many, many pages we have to go, to deal with a question of representation of someone with bipolar disorder that it would actually need. Yeah. The thing, the thing that I'm trying to think of, most of the trolls have, like, something or other about them. N again, not every troll, but a lot of the trolls do have, like, some kind of disability. Right. It's an interesting choice. I'm not complaining about it. I, I wish that, like, some of it was addressed a little better. Mm-hmm. The weird thing is, is that, like, there's a character that comes up a lot later. Like, we're not going to see them for a while. Not even in this batch of trolls. That does also have uh, some mental illness thing that you it's not very easy to pin down exactly what Andrew Hussey is trying to do. And it is not addressed as good. Ugh. Nope, and I think everyone knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> Except for me. Well, yeah, but that's the point. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised. And that kind of thing is why I'm not inclined to give Hussey the benefit of the doubt that he did his research and is going to do this well. No. See, I think whenever Andrew Hussey does something right in this specific regard, like yeah, this specific area, I think it's on accident. Yeah. 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 I am actually kind of a fan of how he addresses parts of Tavros being in a wheelchair because it's just like it's just like totally normal. Right. You know, Tavros like obviously has dreams of flying and shit and would be super cool with that. I don't think that's linked to his being a wheelchair user. As far as I can, I obviously have not seen much of him so far, but he also really likes fantasy stuff and fairy tales. Yeah. So, like, I would guess that it has more to do with, like, wow, dragons are cool. <laughs> I guess that's my hope, maybe? <laughs> but I would have to see more, obviously, to make that actual judgment. Tavros does have parts where he goes like, oh man, I wish I, you know, was walking or whatever. Mm -hmm. But also, at the same time, he he's a little different because he's in a wheelchair because of an accident. And I feel like people who are disabled because of an accident do have a very different relationship to disability than people who were born with it. Right. I'm not mad at that interpretation of it. There's different ways of like, someone might become disabled or might be disabled. And portraying all of those different experiences is important. Portraying them in a good way is also important. One thing I will give Andrew Hussey credit for is that he, he doesn't treat everybody, like, exactly the same. Mm-hmm. It's not always a sob story. If you fucking look at Terezi, Terezi also has a different relationship with it. Hers was also because of an accident. But she's also totally cool with it, because it does come with psychic powers, and that's another thing, but... 
Right, that's another well, yeah. But you know, it's it's different. Like I w- have always been epileptic, but you know, like someone who would get it on set later probably would think of it differently than someone who just always had it. Right. So I'm, I'm not mad at that. I feel like we're gonna have to get more data on Solix because I again genuinely don't remember <laughs> everything that happens about him. Yeah, and at some point when. I know I'm not going to get spoiled, I guess. I would really like to read anything disabled activists have written on all of this because it seems like if almost all the trolls are disabled, someone's got to have written something. Oh, yeah. Right? I I will say this. Like, even if it's not totally perfect, when I was a teenager, there were, like, no characters that had disabilities except for, like, one kid in a wheelchair in, like, a PBS show maybe once in a while. You know, I didn't see a lot of it. And so when I read Homestuck and I saw all these other people doing cool-ass adventures with all this, I was fucking stoked! And it wasn't perfect, and I didn't know it wasn't perfect, because, I mean, you don't wake up knowing activism. (laughs) You don't- you were not born with this. Right. It was a good thing to see as a 16-year-old. And I'm, I'm not blind, but Terezi especially, because she kind of just rocks it. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, this is a very complicated and very sticky situation that Andrew Hussey has put himself in. Mm-hmm. Is he equipped for it? Probably not. Does he do some things right about it? Some, yes. Does he do some things wrong? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it is complicated. It's not as easy to sort of parse as, oh, he said this thing and it was racist or it was ableist. It's like, ooh, this is a lot more complicated. And he's trying to do a lot here. And maybe did he bite off more than he could chew? Probably. Yes. Uh-huh. But again, that's the story of all of Homestuck. This is my personal opinion. Even with all of the blunders that that he does with this, I'm glad that it's here. Yeah. And I think it's a positive experience that it's here because even if Andrew Hussey fucks it up, like, fans will always bring their own interpretations to it and possibly fix parts of it in big analyses and such like that. And I'm not mad at that. Wait, and having that representation at all is important, as you said, for teenagers like you. Now, let's get some comic characters that have epilepsy, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we got out all of our rants and shit, so maybe it's time to go to the minigame. Ooh, minigame time! Alright, Fuck faces, it's time for the worst part of the minigame. Ow! <laughs> Alright, fuck face. <laughs> Alright, fuck face. <laughs> Alright, fuck faces, it's time for the worst part of the podcast. It's the mid episode minigame where Elizabeth thinks she's such a fucking hot shot because she won one of them. Oh, hi, hi again. Air quote, Liz, an air quote. Fancy talking to you here at the minigame. Don't act like you don't know this is going to happen every episode now, bitch. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I I know. I know it is. I just wanted... You know the rules. You know what's going to happen. You're going to get fucking trolled. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to make you feel better about your trolling. Let's get ready to rumble. Shall I, shall I spin the wheel? Ah. Ah. You've gone so fucking soft, Elizabeth. Where's the part where you tell all the listeners what mini games we can have to play today? Oh yes, of of course. How could I have forgotten? Oh yeah, because it's been like a million years. We haven't recorded in so long. <laughs> okay, uh, so we've got have... a broken computer. <laughs> Somebody. Okay, so we have troll who wants to be a millionaire. Troll, the price is right. Troll, are you smarter than a fifth grader? And troll, supermarket sweep. So, now that you've read all of those, you can spin that fucking wheel, you bitch. I'm gonna spin that wheel? It's the only thing you're good for. Oh, I see. Someone's forgotten about how I won the minigame last time. Yeah, the easiest one for those human babies. Human, human babies, I see. And we're gonna play Troll Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. So Troll Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is exactly like regular Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but it's for trolls. And if you don't know what that is, then I worry for your everything. It's multiple choice, and one of them is wrong. I mean, one of them is right, and the rest <laughs> of them are wrong. So are you ready for your first question, which is for $2,000? I am. Which one of these is not a kind of weapon used by any kids or trolls? Is it one-half-sword kind, needle kind, sickle kind, or plunger kind? Ooh, tricky. Uh, um, I'm gonna go with D, plunger kind? Oh, congratulations, you were right for once in your miserable fucking life. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. You're so generous, really, with the compliments. Oh my gosh. Are you ready for your second question for 4,000 boon dollars? Yes, I am. All right, fuckface. Which one of these characters have done bathroom sins in their server sessions? <laughs> Is it A, Rose, B, Terezi, C, Jade, or D, all of the above? That would have to be all of the above. Congratulations, that's also right. And before you get on your high horse, you better fucking get off of it. My my high what now? A hoof beast? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh, before I get on that? Here's a question that you lost the last time. And that's why you had to start back at 2,000 boon dollars, because you lost this one. And that is, which of these real-life entities is classified as a Homestuck villain? You answered A, Matthew McConaughey, because you're a fucking idiot. But the rest of the questions are B, Benedict Cumberbatch, C, Guy Fieri, or D, Julia Child. Right. Well, I'm gonna go with C, Guy Fieri. Yeah, that's right. He's a fucking Homestuck villain. He just appears in Homestuck later, 
Look forward to that, fuckface. I will, but with sadness, because he's he's a good man in real life, and that's a shame. The good ones are always the worst ones. No. Are you ready for your next question? This is a new question. Oh, a brand new question. This is so exciting. Please go on. Which of these do trolls have? Do they have A, ancestors, B, parents... C, siblings, or D, none of these? Um, that would be A, ancestors? Is that your final answer? Yes. You sound like you're fucking guessing. No, no, I know. I know things. Are you sure it's not none of these? Because... Uh, No, I'm sure... (laughs) I'm sure it sounds like you're trying to pull this out of your fucking ass. I'm sure it's ancestors. Hey. All right, that's actually correct. Fuck you. Well, okay. See, see, right about some things a lot of the time. No. Next question. This one is for sixteen thousand boon dollars. Which of these pairs of characters has kissed on screen during the entirety of Homestuck? Oh, God. We've got A, John and Rose, B, Dave and Carcat, C, Vriska and Tavros, or D, all of the above? (laughs) Oh. 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 I hate to guess this. I hate to. You know I hate to. D? All of the above? Are you just saying that because you think this is is exactly the type of question I would craft to make you put all of the above? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well then you'd be fucking right because that is the right answer! They've all kissed on screen! John and Rose? <laughs> Why? Oh, you'll see. <laughs> no. Elizabeth, you've made it to the next key tier. Oh. You're you're saved. So, if you fuck up this question, you come back on this question. So, are you ready for the 32,000 boon dollar question? Oh, man. Okay. I guess for 32,000 boon dollars. There is a picture that exists online of Andrew Hussey walking into a cave carrying which of these objects? A. A Toblerone. B. Ryan North. C. A Vriska body pillow. Or D. A 2006 Dell laptop. What? He's walking into a cave carrying one of these objects. I do want to remind you that Ryan North is a Marvel Comics author. Yeah, that's what I thought. Don't think it's very nice to call him an object. (laughs) Oh, man. I feel like the rule of hussy is the most cursed thing has to be true. (laughs) So I have to. I have no choice. I have no choice. Do you hear me? I have no choice. Oh, do you not have a choice? I do not have a choice, but to answer, uh, C. Would you tell me what 
object C is again? A Riska body pillow? And is that your final answer? Yes, please tell me it's wrong. Please tell me it's wrong. It is actually wrong. Oh, thank God. Andrew Hussey, to my knowledge, doesn't have a Friska body pillow. Oh. And he certainly did not carry one into a cave. Oh, thank God. But Elizabeth, do you know what that means? Uh, what does it mean? It means you fucking lost the minigame. You fucking won Johnny One Note. You fucking won. I've never been happier to lose a minigame than to discover that, to your knowledge, Andrew Hussey does not in fact own a Vriska body pillow. It's a comfort to my soul. Even though it's a comfort, you still fucking lost, so... Yeah, I did. Do you know what that means? Oh, what does it mean? It means you get to read some more fucking Homestuck and some more Scorpions fucking some stuffed animals. That's... Uh, hope not. I choose you, Horseroni. Wink. No, let's let's hope not. Whoa. Okay. Yep. That closet is small. Yeah. No. Do you really have no defense against the the trolling and the troll and? I'm four foot eleven inches, and. About 109 pounds. I mean, so am I. Well, yeah, but my troll is, like, bigger than me. She can just kind of, like, hoist me over her shoulder. She isn't the exact same size? No, she's just, like, way bigger. Oh, I see. You know, because she's just a better version of me in every way. Oh, uh uh-huh. So, we met a couple of trolls today. Yes. Should we start with the ones that we know the least about, and then go to the ones that we know the most about? Sure. I mean, there was one that we don't know her name yet. Apocalypse Arisen. What do you think of her? (laughs) She's a little depressing. And or depressed. I don't know. She's... yeah. Again, it's really hard to tell. Exactly! It's really hard to tell. It's like that Gen Z millennial mentality where it's like, is it actually mental illness or is it just being real about the upcoming apocalypse, you know? This was 2009, so like most Gen Xers were like, just sperm then. <laughs> not Gen X. No, wait. I mean, Gen Z. Not even that! Not even that! (laughs) Which ones are the younger ones? I mean, yes, Gen Z, but Gen Z is like teenagers and college kids now. They were born in like the 2000s. Okay, never mind, fucking joke over. I'm just saying, I hope you know. I don't know anything. You should know this about me by now. (laughs) This is true. Yeah, so AA is a little depressing. She's having a rough time. I feel like her talking to Solix isn't very good for Solix. No. He's already got some problems. Yeah, he does. That's not making him any better. It's just... Oof. Not good. The whole thing isn't good. Oh, brief tangent, because I do have to talk about this. Even though we were already introduced to Carcat quite a bit ago, his computer did explode. Yes. <laughs> his computer exploded because Solix told him not to run that program 
you know, he, he, he was actually trying to stop this shit and be a responsible person. And then Carcat was being a fucking grub baby about it. It's like, oh, I bet this doesn't even do anything. Ha ha ha. Oh, I'm just going to go outside now for no reason. Carcat's computer exploded. <laughs> so it was just like, oh my god. I couldn't figure out if it was like, oh my god, or oh my god. You likened it to Gene Wilder in Willy Wonka being like, no, don't, don't press that. <laughs> but I do think he was a little more frantic about it. If Carcat had not chosen to leave his computer right then, he would have died. His computer would have exploded and he would have died. Wouldn't be that much of a deterrent for things, but... Yeah, you know. We haven't gotten to the point this point yet. People die in Homestuck a lot. Y yeah, I figured. It it's like Game of Thrones before that was really popular. Uh, yeah? You know, this was before the HBO series. Yeah, you know, and people just died, I guess. Well, that's gonna be fun. Anyway, f fucking... Hey, yeah, she's she's okay. Yeah, we don't know much about her yet. I actually do really like AA. She's very high up on my list. Mm hmm You know, right now she's... <laughs> but I can't blame her, you know? She's one of those get-better-later characters. Okay, noted. We did see two girl characters very briefly. Actually, three if you count the other one, but we just talked about her. Mm-hmm. So we saw one girl with, like, the cat ear hat and, like, the big trench coat, and she was in a cave. Uh-huh. I have to ask, who do you think that one is? I feel like maybe you know a little bit who that could be, but I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, let's just put that one on hold. And the other one, we've fucking seen her before. That's goddamn Kanaya. It sure is. We actually don't know if it's Kanaya yet. That is, uh, that is, uh, what, what, what's her fucking name? Her troll tag. Grimoxillatrix? Yeah, it's Grimoxillatrix. Whatever. Who fucking cares? It's Kanaya. It's <laughs> Kanaya, and she has a chainsaw, and she's great. Yeah, and she's standing on top of a big bug. A big bug? A big bug? I don't know if you noticed this, Elizabeth. Uh-huh. Have you noticed that in every other scene, the trolls are all standing in nighttime, and Kanaya was standing in the daytime? I mean, I did notice that the color palette used for her scene there was quite a bit different from the other ones. What do you think that means? Uh, it just means she's the best one of them. Okay, well, we can we can always circle back to it because that's definitely not <laughs> that's definitely not it because we all know who the best one is. Well, okay, fine. You have to give me this one. I'm mourning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I know who the best one is, and it's not Kanaya. And it's Terezi. And it's Terezi. Yeah. Okay. So we just got introduced to this guy. Tavros is the guy that was rat battling with Dave. Right. And was bad at it. Elizabeth, I have to ask you. Yeah. He was smiling I know. from the beginning. No. Do you like him? Took one look at his stupid smiling face and I was like, 
God damn it, I'm gonna like you. Now <laughs> uh, I'm all upset. Here's how I knew you were gonna like him. One, he likes fairies. Yeah, I know, it's just- Always fucking smiling. Big fantasy nerd. Yeah, I know. I took one look at that page and I was like, ah, fuck. You were like, oh no, I'm gonna like this character. <laughs> God damn it. Ugh. Although, I mean, apparently he does kiss Riska at one point, which... <laughs> don't know about that. I was writing that question and at first I was like, oh no, is, is this gonna spoil anything for Elizabeth? And I thought about it and I was like, no, because I feel like the journey in this situation is more interesting than the destination. Oh lord. Anyway, I like him now and I'm mad about it. So you like Tavros? Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen very much of him. Other than the scorpion fucking thing. Other than the scorpion fucking thing, yeah. That's weird, Tavros. Stop that. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that. Also, they, they refuse to call the wheelchair a wheelchair. They call it a four-wheeled device. Like, you can just call it a fucking wheelchair, hussy. Like, come on. You don't, you don't need weird troll names for everything. If you think about it, the word wheelchair kind of sounds like a troll word. It does! It actually does. I feel like you don't need to trollify that word because it already sounds like a troll word. Wait, it's just like one of those compound nouns. Maybe the troll word version of it is wheeled chair? No, that sounds too much like the cheeseburger and stuff. You say that as if it's a bad thing. You know, good point. Good point. Wheeled chair, yes. Can we start calling wheelchairs wheeled chairs? Yes. I feel like we need more whimsy in the community. We need more whimsy. More whimsy, hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so there's him. We don't know much about him yet, apart from his interests and stuff. And we saw his Lucis, which is, is very little and teeny, and he seems to be friends with it. Yeah. It's, it's a very different relationship than everybody else with their Lucis. Yeah. Anyway, motherfuckers, we don't need to talk about any of that. I'm, gonna, I'm here to talk about psychic bees. Yes. We learned a lot more about Solix. Putting away the bipolar stuff. What do you think, what do you think about Solix? I, I do want to know. His character concept seems pretty cool, honestly. In practice, he's fine. I don't dislike him. He seems to be not too bad of a guy. And the thing with the bees is cool. I mean, he, he beats himself up a little bit, but I mean, what 13-year-old doesn't? Right, especially when it's troll culture and blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. What was the other pun he made about something comb? That, silicone. Silicone! I love the silicone! That was very good. I, I think I've said this to you before. Solix is always at the very most neutral spot in any character ranking I have. I don't hate him. I don't really like him. Right, yeah, that's sort of the sense that I got that, like, I don't hate him. I don't. Like, he seems fine. There are a couple cool things about his character concept. There's nothing about him that really endeared me to him. There are characters in Homestuck that I have very big opinions on. And Solix, I don't. Wait, it's just, like, not really one or the other. 
there are some very good parts about his character, and there are some very bad parts about his character, and those are fairly equal. <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting about two puns. What? You know, because he's like, you know, like balanced. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. He also doesn't have a Silidex. No, he doesn't. He just kind of psychically... Does stuff. Yeah. Well, does he not have a Silidex or does he not have a Strife Specibus or both? Because it was the Strife Specibus that he was like, no. He has a Silidex, he just hasn't like allocated it with anything like remember how john in the very beginning gets a card and it's like here's a new silidex uh-huh and then he plugs it in and then it goes backwards he's still working with the basic of the basics he hasn't really fiddled with it at all okay that makes sense we don't know his weapon but i it's the fucking the ninja stars Right, right. But he, he mostly just moves them with his mind anyway. Right, so he's like, I don't even need this. Why would I even need this? It's fine. He kind of hacks just how the world works. Which is a handy thing for him to be able to do. He's the hacker. He is the hacker. He's the hacker. The one thing I do want to give props to Solix for, when he learns that like these codes are dangerous, he's like, well, I'm going to get rid of them. Right. Right, like, good for him. That's responsible. Good job, buddy. You're the only one with any sense. (laughs) Right? But I do want to ask you about that one code. The demon one? The one that he got off of a a distant server that's playing somewhere else. First off, I don't know if this joke landed for you, but Karkat did talk about in his chat with Solix where he was doubting Solix about everything right that he was like maybe you'll put a piece of clip art in a code and you know that'll be a thing and then the the fucking code that has the demon in it has just a a clip art gif on it that did not land for me but i appreciate it in retrospect the billiards things just like cycling through in a very seizurific way yeah the the thing about it you know that program is kind of already running Right. And, you know, the the demon is already here. Yeah, which isn't good. Because, Elizabeth, how do you expect to outrun someone that's already here? That's the question, isn't it? Our listeners that have read Homestuck all the way through just gasp out loud. But you, a fool, did not. Ha ha. I have seen right through your, uh... <laughs> I've never pretended to eat that I've read Homestuck, so... Yeah, I guess not. Ha. Last thing I wanted to do... Mm-hmm. Because we got new characters again. Elizabeth, what's your character ranking? Of all the named characters we know, let's go. Jeez, um... Your worst characters to your best characters. Worst characters, um, just the trolls or everybody? Just the trolls, just the trolls. The humans don't exist. Earth doesn't exist. There's no such thing as Earth. Uh, okay. Um, gonna put Gamzee on the bottom. Okay. (laughs) 
just like on principle. I guess like Solix and Carcat are like about equal right now, unfortunately. Okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And then Tavros and then Terezi. Okay, you put Tavros up pretty high. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh yeah, he smiled, okay. Yeah. It's gonna be pretty interesting watching this shift and change. Oh yeah, it's gonna be real fun. Which is why I keep asking for it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's gonna be all of the homestuck we have for today. Today we read through pages 2074 through 2108. You can read all of Homestuck at homestuck.com and if you listen to the accessible versions, you can find them linked on our Tumblr, uh, lookhowsane.tumblr.com. And also on that are transcriptions for every episode of this podcast. You can also find that in the just the descriptions of the episodes, because put those wherever you need them. And Elizabeth writes those. Thank you, Elizabeth. I've done it a couple of times, and it sucks. <laughs> it's just a lot of minutes of audio, but it's always worth it. We also have a Twitter account at how underscore sane. Liz runs that. Go to her. Yeah. It's your job, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> Our music is done by Elizabeth's brother, John Michael, and he did a very good job of it. It's a very good one. And if you enjoy our podcast, our lovely Homestuck fan analysis cast, Please go wait and review us on iTunes. That would be awesome. And tell your friends about us. And I just want to say again to everyone, thanks for your patience with the delayed episode because my computer, much like Carcat's computer, exploded. <laughs> and my bird, much like the actual Homestuck character, <laughs> died. Yes. I only make jokes about it because I'm because it happened a while back and now I'm like trying to cope with it. So don't at me. <laughs> we all cope with things in different ways and some of them are humor on a Homestuck fan cast. I you know you act differently on air. <laughs> you do. You act differently on air. And until next time, uh remember Vriska did nothing wrong, except for maybe kissing Tavros. I mean, depending on who you are, is that wrong? Is it not wrong? It depends on who's, set, who's talking. The jury's still out on that one. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>